in case you missed it on Newsbreak. They brought to this their village traditions and, and cultures, which was in more ways than many unified in indenture, unified in the villages, where you had Muslim, Christian, and Hindus being able to um, commemorate and celebrate their festivals as a village. And they brought that to South Africa via the ships. And so leaving rural India and coming to the shores of South Africa, how would they have established their religious practices and rituals in South Africa? They all started off in the plantations, no mosques, no temples, no churches and so on. And they all started off small. So they would gather on the Sundays because most of them would have been given off on the Sunday and then be able to commemorate or or be able to worship in their particular religion. But by and large, for up until 1907, the major celebration or commemoration was Mohoram. And Mohoram is really a Muslim commemoration, but it was brought here, it was planted here and commemorated here. And it is only by 1907, as Ashwin Desai writes, that we had Diwali being commemorated. So, you know, the indentured system allowed for Easter to be acknowledged as the official holiday for the indentured. And obviously the plantation employees and so on were all busy at the time with their religious practices. So they allowed the indentured uh, laborers time off from work. And by the time we landed in Pinks and Chatsworth, all those bonds of indenture where we commemorated and celebrated together, whether it was Eid, whether it was during Easter, whether it was during Christmas, Diwali, all these festivities and religious observances were done together. How has the religious practice changed over time in comparison to what was being practiced in India itself? Look, I think it's changed dramatically, as I said, when there were reformers that had come into the country. So we sought to go more towards, you know, the higher-browed cultured society's observances and not acknowledge what was a pure and innocent in the deep rural villages of India. The, the practices that we see um, out in the mosque and the uh, temples and the churches speaks about an orthodox approach, whereas when we came into the country, we came in the country with the village traditions. And it's as though the village traditions are secondary to the main orthodox traditions, which really needs to be looked at a lot more seriously because one would hazard a guess that there's a lot more complexity in those religious um, village traditions as there is in the main orthodox traditions. So I think it's a matter of marrying those worlds so that our children are able to understand that these are not backward traditions. These are not backward observances. These are traditions that have stood the test of time, that have a deep resonance with the people of our country, and we must be able to continue this so that we maintain and honor those who have walked before us, and those who have walked before us are our ancestors who brought those traditions, whether it be Moram, whether it be the Amman prayers, whether it be commemorating Christmas with fervor. The more unified we are, the better it is in terms of understanding and appreciating humankind. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.